This is Window on the East, a podcast from BNE IntelliNews. Subscribe at bne.eu. Hello and welcome to Window on the East with me, Ben Aris, the editor of BNE IntelliNews. Russia has a lot of attractive sectors, things like oil and gas, agriculture, retail, those are all obvious. But the rise of the middle class is fueling the development of increasingly sophisticated businesses. In a recent BNE podcast, we looked at pharmaceuticals, and today it's the turn of medical services. I talked to Yuri Leonov, who's the CEO of KDL, a privately owned medical laboratory services company. If you think you're diabetic or got some nasty parasite, then this is the company that will test your blood. The EBRD, together with UFG Asset Managers and Catman, invested into the company in 2012, and now it's the second largest in the, co- in the country, with a turnover of $75 million last year. The state still dominates the healthcare sector, but the private sector is growing very fast, 15% last year in revenue terms, and KDL was growing even faster at 30%. The company's already moved into the biggest Russian regions, and now the sector's poised for consolidation. But what makes the business really exciting is the state has just begun to experiment with subcontracting medical services to the private sector. Yuri, good to talk. Um, why don't we start by you giving me an overview of um, the company and what exactly it is you do? Kidel is one of the leader in lab diagnostic in Russia. Our almost all locations, geographic cities across Russia. We've got 13 laboratory locations. The key location is based in Moscow, and the rest 12 covers big 1 million plus cities. Uh, we've got almost 200 blood collection points. We cover three channels, B2C, B2B, and B2G. Uh, B2C is more than half of our business. B2B is almost half of our business. B2G is relatively small, about one, one and a half percent. And maybe later I'll explain why. The number of employees is 1,800. We've got 200 plus routes every day to collect biomaterials from our customers, from our blood collection points and our customers. We serve 2,500 customers across Russia. Every day, 50 flights delivers biomaterial to our central laboratory to Moscow. What, what exactly do you do with the blood that you collect? What no, no, it's, 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 it's a, little bit, a little bit different. It's not only blood, it's other biomaterial. So we collect biomaterial, put this biomaterial into the analyzators, analyze them, and uh, send the results of the tests. So if you want to measure your sugar your you know in the blood so different items in your blood or in your other biomaterial you could do it in our laboratory and the customer then is what private clinics government clinic a half, a half of the business 55 percent is b2c this is our mm. physical people out-of-pocket people the service is uh, does differ from uk or other countries in russia any person can can come to to medical center and uh, give his biomaterial easily without any um, prescription from the doctor. Isn't this normally, so, uh, isn't this normally a function, though, that, that if you go to the doctors um, 
And in Russia, constitutionally, everybody, the state has to provide everybody with health care. Um, and the doctors would order whatever diagnostic tests, tests that they, they wanted. What, why mm-hmm. would they come to a commercial operation to get their blood tested? Doesn't the state have all of this equipment? Certainly, any person could go anywhere to pass uh, the test. But laboratory business like us, we do, this is our co-competence, you know, laboratory service provider. Patients have a choice to go either to the uh, private hospital or government hospital or to go to us to pass the test and then bring the results of the test to any, to any doctor. So this is his choice. And uh, many people decides, decide to go to our blood collection points, not only ours but uh, to our competitors also. And the advantage for them is that you can offer more, uh, better service and, and higher quality tests and more sophisticated tests. Is that the faster, idea? faster, uh, wider range of tests, uh, online test results, more convenient, better service mm. and type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is a function of the growing private medical care that's uh, in Russia. And the system, I mean, the, the, the government is obliged to provide the, the care, but famously, you know, the quality is not very good and the hospitals are missing medicines and shortage of bears and what have you. And so Russians are incre- increasingly turning to um, healthcare, private healthcare providers because they, they want, and we, we've seen this in maternity and in, in giving birth to children, which has been one of the things everybody's been pretty happy to pay for because it's, you know, that special event in your life. But um, mm-hmm. you, your business has been growing back on, on the back of the same trend. I mean, the, the interest for the middle class to actually get out of the state system and turn into private healthcare for, for the reasons you said, it's, it's faster, it's more convenient, the service is better. How has that been developing? I mean, how, how quickly, how far do you think it's gone, this change to private? Few segments uh, attracts more uh, private investments, like stomatologist clinics, maybe by 80% is run by private business, maybe 90%. Uh, significant private investments came to... Uh, child care services, services. so like prenatal or birth given services, I don't know how to write with an English. Again, laboratory business, the share of private business maybe 40% in value and 25% in volume. So still significantly owned by the state. The annual growth, last year growth, was from 10 to 14% in rubles year versus year. So, and we don't expect any significant uh, growth rate increase in, in the current year. Cadell is growing significantly faster. Our growth rate is 27 last year. This quarter, first quarter of 18, of 19, we will finish with the growth rate 30 plus, maybe 31% versus first year last year, first quarter last year. So, we are growing, you know, faster than, than the market, and uh, the the reason for it is our expansion. We are growing, we are growing organically. We haven't done any acquisition, no acquisition for the last five years. 
uh, but we're aiming to. You talk about acquisitions. I mean, typically with a lot of these industries, there's a, a process of consolidation going on in so much as, you know, various people have got into the business uh, and now the market's growing and some people are emerging as market leaders or stronger and there's mm. a natural tendency to consolidate. You know, everyone's looking to bulk up. Some people want to cash out. Some people simply want mm-hmm. to have more market power. Do you, mm. h- how mature is the market now? I mean, you've got a set of competing leaders and now consolidation is starting? Or, or how, how do you see that? We haven't seen any significant consolidation so far. Right now, what we do see that the leaders are growing organically by increasing the number of blood collection points across, across Russia. The, the private lab business is growing because we are stealing some market share from the public segment. There are different players which can consolidate the market or can be our objectives to buy. First of all, regional small players and uh, federal, which might want to be merged or acquired. So we've got a list of these aims, we are talking to them, but we are in the phase when there is no significant need for some players to exit the market. The market is growing, there is no significant pressure on, on a PNL uh, to them. They are trying to evaluate the assets significantly higher than we are ready to pay. So how, how much more growth do you think, I mean, the market potential when it would be mature, how far away are you from that? I believe three, five years still we will, if there is no any significant interventions from the regulator, from the state, I believe for the next three, five years the market will, will, will still be growing. Because we saw a similar story in supermarkets and there was this mad rush for many years to grow as fast as you could and capture as much market share as you could. Because it was obvious at some point, you know, the saturation would be reached and then whatever market share you had was what Mm -hmm. you were going to be stuck with. And now they've reached the point where people have stopped expanding and now they're focusing instead on profitability. And we're also seeing the beginnings of consolidation, you know, with with companies merging or, or selling. Um, mm-hmm. But so it makes it sound like you know you're you're in the middle of that fast growth, uh, in so much as the business is established, and mm-hmm. you have capital to grow, and then the race becomes you know grab as much market share as you can, while it's still on offer. Is is that mm-hmm. fair assessment? Correct. Yeah, uh, we, we are you know, as a company we are very focusing on uh, to be operationally effective. We don't expand in the regions we are not in because it's ex- you know quite expensive to aid to enter new regions. On the opposite, we are trying to increase our market share to the maximum in the regions of our presence. And this allows us to be very financially healthy. So for the last couple of years, we have significantly increased our profitability. And uh, in front of the choice, how to invest our cash, either to M&A or to enter the new, potentially big uh, new regions of Russia. So... Our competitors is uh, is is uh, is doing a bit different strategy. They are trying to open as much as possible, and um, I believe that th- this is a significant burden on their PNL because the 
any entering of new region and any opening of new blood collection points requires significant investment, capex and opex, mm -hmm. and uh, normally generate negative EBITDA for the certain period. For instance, where two times, even three times more generating more revenue per point versus our competition. And this is, helps us a lot. This has largely been driven both by, you know, directly dealing with the consumers and, and with the private clinics. You said that the, the B2G um, is a relatively small part of your business, but in, in other countries, Correct. the, the B2G stuff can, I mean, the, the state is obliged to supply uh, this, this health service. And uh, is there a prospect that the government will actually start subcontracting this to the private sector, which is actually quite common in other countries? What we can see that the market is big, which is right now owned by the state, the public sector is big. And we do see significant inefficiency of how public hospitals or public system um, operates on this market. And uh, we do expect that sooner or later uh, local authorities would like to change and um, how to say to introduce to open open the doors for the private business to come and it will it will become a trigger for private business to enter the segment and this will be a significant point of growth in the future hasn't it already happened i i remember reading somewhere that there, there was some of the public health providers were actually they'd made some budget available to to buy some services from from Medsi, I think it was, which is one of the private private clinics, <clears throat> simply simply because they didn't have the capacity to cope with the waiting list, and it was actually a fairly efficient way of doing it. Um, you know, you get the pricing right. So, th this is actually on the cards. Russia might even end up with a sort of mixed system where you have the state uh, subcontracting private contractors to do things like like this, uh, like blood testing. This, uh you, you, you are right. The state is opening some some little options for the private business to 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 come to the public segment, but still, they don't open the whole market. They are opening just small small of it, small share of it. Mm -hmm. Tell me, um, the you know Russia's been through various crises, and we've been writing a lot about incomes have been stagnating, and actually, real incomes have been falling slowly mm -hmm. over the last few years. Mm -hmm. um, how has that impacted your business? Have you seen, I mean, you say you've been grow growing, but I mean, can you notice the difference in the economic setup? Uh, the biggest uh, factor which, which, you know, which influences uh, our business is you know, purchasing power of population. If population purchasing power is going down, so less, you know, it decreases traffic or decreases average bill, and definitely this influences our business. But on the other, on the other uh, hand, we have our positive factors of business growing. You know, we are we are taking a share from public segment, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. and this is growth factor. And secondly, we are more efficient versus our competition. So we managed to mitigate this negative effect of sanctions and probably reducing the purchasing power of the people 
so uh, we, 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 are, we keep growing in rubles, not in, in euros, not in dollars, but in rubles we, we keep growing and again, as I said, we are, our current growth is, is definitely faster than the market. And the last question, um, the view from abroad is that Russia's health services are an absolute catastrophe. Uh, I actually had some experience of them when I was living in Moscow. One of my sons got hurt and I had to take him to a Russian hospital. And, and actually, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I found it relatively efficient and, and they dealt with the problem quickly. Um, how would you characterize the state of the Russian health service in general? Of course, comparing you know uh, medical services with Germany, with you know, Charity or whatever, whatever uh, private business, even state business in Europe, of course, you know the average level is low in Russia. But uh, I, as a person and as a you know player on the market, I can see an improvement. Yes. Uh, private business is trying to get new technologies, investing in, in upgrading the equipment, uh, uh, investing in doctor's education or personal education. I, no, I don't believe there is, a, you know, there is no future. Yeah. <laughs> there is a future, and uh, and it's going in the right direction. That's correct. Yeah, that's going in the right direction. Right. Yuri, um, thank you very much for taking the time. It was very interesting. I wish you all the best with your business. Thank you, Dan. You know, thank you.